0: This week on the Best Friends Fancast, we will talk about the Monday episode. Allie McKay doesn't care what you think anymore. Ah, oh, shit. I did a voice. Cool. Also, the Thursday episode, Daniel's baby names, Dr. Laura's Legos, old-timey pranks. Now on with the show. Whoa, back Betty, bam a Whoa, back Betty, bam a She really gets me high. bam a you know that's no lie. bam a she... Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry.
1: And I'm your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda.
0: Ooh, no K, no no KAs, no AKA's for days.
1: Uh, I save those for when we have a guest. Most of the time, just because oh, I need to, okay. you know, I need to put on a show for them. But with you, it's natural. Oh. I don't have to oh. pretend.
0: Oh. oh my god! You know, people are listening to hopefully. What? They might. They might miss you. I know. I should have told you that before, but
1: like I genuinely do this show, especially when it's just me and you, like it's just gonna be me and you who hear this. So <laughs> it most
0: likely really is, and maybe like Trice listens one like <laughs> and Megan maybe. <laughs> oh just kidding. I know I know some people, a handful of really dedicated people listen. And you know what? They're listening for your AKAs. I think Bruce Don especially likes to li- hear those. So, you know, maybe you're Rafael, Rafael Marquez. Ugh, fuck. I ran out of gas. <laughs> 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 How about sans AKAs this week? All right. How about we catch up? How the fuck are you, little Rafi? I feel like I have not talked to you for a very long time. I have not recorded a show for a very long time. There's the one boner episode with Jason Dix that never came out and then you covered for me. So I haven't talked to you for a while.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. I tweeted what I consider to be a joke and I think it may have alarmed some people, which I knew was a possibility, but then I thought about it and I was like, I don't give a fuck. Twitter's fucking stupid. People make jokes on here. This is my idea of a joke. And uh I got some very nice replies, though. Uh I don't know if you know what I'm talking about at all, but...
0: I must have missed it. Did it have something to do with white people sucking, <laughs> or was it some sort of suicide thing? Oh, suicide. <laughs> See, you got it. See, oh, you know oh, me. I I could guess. I know you so well. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, there's no joke that you would be worried about with Seinfeld, because obviously, they're all going to be gold. So that's out. That's off the table. Uh, so, okay. I missed it.
1: I tweeted... So okay, so here's why. Here's how it started. I saw a tweet that said it was like a a thing like explain your favorite movie plot like in five words, right? And I was reading a few of these, and I was like, oh, that's fun or whatever. Maybe I'll do one. And I was like, yeah, never mind. It's not (laughs) it's not on brand for me. But then,
0: can I can I guess what yours would be? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let me. It's five words or four? Five. Okay, hold on. Let me let me get it. Hold on, I, I have three. Hold on. No, I have. <laughs> okay, I have many to choose from. Many words, that is. Okay, maybe this could be considered um, two two words. Okay. 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 Back in call.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Slippery little suckers. <laughs> Do you need more words? <laughs>
1: I have no idea what you're talking about right now, but... uh
0: Corner, rails. Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was thinking more like um, fast cars and angry people.
0: Oh, well, obviously, I Pretty that's... Woman is where I was headed yeah, with you. I thought
1: you were going uh-huh. for the Fast and Furious joke. Oh, no. And, and then I saw another tweet that was like, great sex in three words. And I was like, is this a thing now? Like, Oof. we're doing a blankety-blank. Ooh.
0: Can I guess yours? Chocolate and wine. <laughs> 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 Instead of sex. Oh. So I was just thinking about that today because I'm like, someone said some food was better than sex today on some show I was watching. And I'm like, fuck off.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, not those, I mean. but... Some foods for sure.
0: Well, you like pretty women. I figured chocolate and (laughs) wine would be your,
1: uh, (laughs) better than sex foods. (laughs) So anyway, I, I saw that this was like going to be a a common Twitter meme now. Right. You know, this thing in five words. So I tweeted, explain why I shouldn't end it all in five words just because I was like, I'm tired of this meme and I've seen it twice. And now I've seen another one where a baseball team was like, explain like your Fucking favorite baseball memory or some stupid fucking shit.
0: Oh my god, that would be the reason that I should end it all.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> so that that's why I tweeted that, and then you know I got some actually very nice answers. Uh, I was going to
0: say you probably got some nice answers because people love you, Rafi. But what would you say about yourself? What would you do? You have answers for yourself, or are you just asking? Oh,
1: explain why I shouldn't end it on five words.
0: Yeah, could you?
1: It would be no. Go ahead and <laughs> die. Yeah, go ahead die that's five right
0: Uh, choke on a pistol yeah (laughs) uh
1: and then well well, like i like i even asked rachel i was like i want to tweet this but i know it might worry some people and then i said fuck them if they get worried not my problem remember when people used to make jokes on twitter so i was like fuck it i'm tweeting it if you knew me if if you hung out with me with my like best friend do you know how many times i've said i'm gonna jump off of a bridge like (laughs) A million. like (laughs) I almost
0: jumped off of a waterfall the past weekend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Enough about my stupid tweet, but thank you all for the nice replies. Uh, How was your weekend? Because we talked a little bit, but the people want to know. What were you up to? Where were you that you couldn't be on this fantastic show of
0: ours? Well, it was my other passion. Oh, my God. Wine and chocolate. No, I'm just kidding. I was at the Twin Peaks Festival and it was awesome. I had every single time I go, I have experiences that cannot be bought or purchased or replaced. There are certain things that like if you go to like Comic-Con or something to see some people that you love, let's say that you're fans of, you're not going to have the same kind of kinds of experiences that you have with this sort of situation where you're literally Staying at the same hotel with all of the celebrities, co-mingling with them. Um, the just when we first were just checking in, I could hear my husband talking kind of lively to some people, and I couldn't see who he was talking to. So I'm just checking in. I come around the corner, he's sitting there talking to, and people that have watched the new season of Twin Peaks will understand who these people are: Ike, the Spike, and the God of Light guy. He's just chumming up with these people, and we're ha- so then we just start hanging out and chatting with them, and they're just super cool people to talk to. And it was just like, okay, this is our first moment being here and we're already just kind of in it. And it's just a long weekend of being around these people that are actually really cool and just make the experience. It really is weird. And it's surreal because you're in the place that is that Twin Peaks is filmed and you're amongst all the people that are in the show and you're living, it feels like in Twin Peaks. So it's just like such a weird Mind fuck of a weekend in a good way because why does fuck have to be bad? Much like I just called something a boner. Why is boner bad anyway? Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Really had to backtrack that one. I'm like, got to check that off the list. Okay. Anyhow, um, also shout out to Mika, who she and her boyfriend are currently watching Twin Peaks for the very first time. So I can't wait to hear how she thinks about that and. I'm jealous to be. It was like seeing Seinfeld all over again for the first time. You're like, oh my god, how lucky! But um, yeah, so it was a good weekend. I got to see. I got to have an Allison people meet up and went to Becky's house. Becky McClure, the only Becky in my book, and Jen Stark. We were going to have a couple of other people meet up, but we uh, it didn't work out time wise. But we got to see Becky's house and hang out and have snacks. Jen made these. Oh my god, I'm going to get the name wrong. Nanamo bars. I don't know what they are. Anyway, they were delicious, amazing dessert. And Becky made some fruit tarts. And we just, we had a great time chatting. And it was so nice to just be able, because whenever Becky comes here, she always comes to my house. Now I got to go to her house and see where she lives. And it's just, it was really cool. And we also stopped by my dream house that is probably 20 minutes away from her. (laughs) Or 10 minutes, maybe?
1: Uh, That's not creepy at all, that you're just stocking a house.
0: (laughs) I stocked it first. I feel like it's just meant to be. But but it would have to be meant to be that I have a million six to drop on a house and be able to move. But- uh, yeah, I was looking up houses in Washington just to kind of see what was out there. And this house came up and I was like, holy shit, this house is amazing. And then I'm like, oh, I know the city because I've been there and I've stayed there. And I know it's close to all of the Twin Peaks stuff and but not in the middle of it all. Anyway, and it was kind of on the way to her house. So she said, hey, let's she actually came and picked me up at my hotel and we drove by it. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. I'm moving in.
1: You didn't get out and check all the doorknobs and, you know, the well, windows to see if you could get a closer look. I was
0: look. going to, but of course, and Jen was with us too at the time. So he's like, are you going to get, you want, or she said, Becky said, do you want to get one of those flyers? And then Jen said, yeah, it's your house. I'm like, put it out in the universe. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so I got the flyer. And then we w- and then she didn't really want to go down to the driveway. I'm like, let's just go down there. They could be having an open house. You never know. And then there was a car in the driveway, a Mercedes. So obviously, probably the realtor and I didn't have enough balls to be like, hey, let's go check it out. And while I was on that trip with Becky and Jen, I recorded a little something. So I will play that now. This also looks like a really ill-formed dildo. <laughs> 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 All right. So <laughs> which, makes more, me, uh, <laughs> which makes for an ill-shaped something else all right so i'm here at the one and only becky that i that i'm aware of that that counts in our book no uh <laughs> becky mcclure we're at her house we're in washington i'm with jen stark and we had to check in and say hi
1: hi everyone
0: hi everyone <laughs> so we're sitting here uh hostess with the most she made some awesome treats also jen brought treats so he's also the host with the well, most sugared up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh, so much sugar. Um, but we had to check in with our BFFs because uh, that's why we're here. <laughs> that's why we know each other. It's so cool. Anything else to say?
1: <laughs> I'll say that um, if you're ever in this, the greater Seattle area, give me, hit me up. Say hi because I'm not very far off the freeway and I'm easy to find. So.
0: And she even came to pick me up at my hotel. She's pretty rad. I had a question for Jen. Oh, okay, this will be the one time I talk to Jen and I don't hear the cuckoo clock
1: yeah we, we're kind of missing that aren't we yeah i
0: should really we we should
1: we should i should have brought it that's what i should have no, done
0: kind of or just a sound effect you, you know
1: i do have it recorded
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfectly timed i don't know why it just was because it's just a comedy I every guess. every <laughs> half an hour that's amazing i like to have comedy at least one every half hour during the show but uh anyway i guess over and out uh love you I'll probably be introducing this and coming back to this. But uh, yeah, bye. Obviously, it was uh, we were having a lot of fun. It was a very small clip, and I just had to get a little something in there. So anyway, it was a good trip. Also, Jen Stark met up with Andrew Ant, who was supposed to come hang out with us, but I guess that the timing was off. So they got to have a- another little meetup uh, the next day. So I thought that was really cool of them to do that. So Alice and people, it's awesome. Everywhere we go, we can meet up with people. It's so cool.
1: Yeah, I was recently thinking... Uh- I have this passport burning a hole in my pocket. I should go to like Canada or something. Okay. If I, like, you go, I'm where, going. I was like, where are the most Allison listeners? I know Mika's in Quebec, right? I think so. And I think Toby's in Toronto. So I was like, yes. I was just trying. I'm just thinking about it. How also, about put, this? putting it out there in the universe. This
0: is what we should do. We should go to Niagara Falls. Go to Falls. Maine. <laughs> and get Leanne. Yes. Because <laughs> that's important. No, we go to Niagara Falls, they come there, and then maybe, like, Lee Bruns can come up from South Dakota. It's not, it's not close, I know, but it's closer. Like, it's sort of centrally located for everyone to kind of, like, come. It's far from, for us. Well, further for me, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't know if we're going to convince Lee by saying, it's closer. <laughs> like, what, by 10 miles,
0: maybe? Oh, that's actually what I, I feel I'm like I've at... actually looked at a map for this one recently. By the way, I know how I always lumped South Dakota in with like where Jay Inslee lives and where Leanne lives. And uh, my friend that I visited in North Carolina, we decided uh, we need to start maybe like a yearly trip where we just like meet in the middle of the U.S. And I was like, OK, let's pick some cities. So like, oh, South Dakota's in the middle. <laughs> Whoops. So South Dakota will be one of the uh, destinations at some point. So it'll probably be uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. It'll be uh, fuck San Antonio, Texas. I don't think we need to go to Oklahoma um, and then South Dakota and North Dakota. So those will be probably the next destinations I will be hitting up in the, in the near future. Distant future? Fuck. I don't know.
1: That would actually be convenient for me because I think it's like me and my friends have talked about this that we should rent motorcycles and just ride up like seven hours to uh South Dakota. Like it's it's doable.
0: So that would so be count me in. uh five words five words of how I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> rent, rent motorcycles. A motorcycle. <laughs> That's two. Rent Drive motorcycles to
1: South Dakota. To S D. Uh, no, that could be confused. Uh, no, what? No, huh?
0: Okay. Oh, what? <laughs> no, nothing. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Anyhow. Should we
1: catch up some more or should we do some shout outs?
0: Let's do some motherfucking shout outs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been way worse because I could have really owned it. That was like a half ass metal Lisa voice. Lisa metal? Whatever. All right. Wait. Do you have shout outs, Lil Rafi? Because I have a lot.
1: I sure do. I'll get mine's out of the way real quick. Uh, everyone who responded to said tweet. Uh, so that was Andrew and Lauren K, James L. Wilson, Jason Dix, Becky Milner, someone named Ostrich Jacket, uh, Bruised by Dawn uh, gave me many uh, Kelly and Rachel and Megan and <laughs> cannot forget Alison Rosen, who when I read that it kind of made me go, oh,
0: reason to live three words oh <laughs> damn it i guess that's already the same thing as the tweet <laughs> fuck that's nice she loves you all right mm, my shout outs yeah. yeah sure uh Brittany, i love you I, we're planning a trip possibly to arizona which it's arizona so whatever but to get to see her i'll go anywhere uh, I don't know when that's going to happen. So pfft, hopefully soon, I could really get out. Uh, use a trip to get out of Dodge right now. Um. Also, super fan Megan, I fucking love you, and I have still not seen any GoFundMe posted yet. Have you?
1: No her her friend did it, but hasn't posted it.
0: Okay, so, so. I have an option because this is what I was thinking, and this is what I told her. But I know she. She's not going to, like, ask. She's going to feel like whatever. But I feel like I know her Venmo account. Why don't we just start sending her stuff instead of, like, waiting? Does GoFundMe uh, charge anything? That was one question I had.
1: I'm assuming they do.
0: Because Venmo does not. And we could just send her some money so she has, like, that feeling of security when she has to go take care of her face and her mind and her brain. Yeah,
1: that's always an option.
0: Yeah. Yeah. also for being on the show last week i love hearing her on i wish she was on more often and maybe now that she is out of work or i would not say that now that she's in between jobs i would like her to be on the show more often so uh step it up megan
1: uh actually she has a job for a couple of weeks right now i just texted her because she posted something i was like oh you get a job she said it's she's back at her the job she was working at but just for a few weeks so for now she can't be on but Always great to have her on. And if my boo Julie calls in again, that's uh, always a plus.
0: That was awesome. She sent us cheese curds. That was so cool. She's a, she's a cool lady. And uh, yeah, Megan, you come from some good stock. Also, shout out to you, Lil Rafi, for holding down the not only holding down the fort, but running the show in an amazing way. I enjoyed the show. I listened to it on the plane on the way home. And it was a fun episode. And I liked... I don't know i like listening in when i when i'm not a part of it and it's like oh this is a whole new show i get to listen to it's fun and you did a good job uh, all the editing and everything it was awesome thank you uh also shout out to trice t-dizzle t-trizzle um what else can we call him t-s <laughs> uh shout out to him i feel like I should shout him out every single time I'm shouting people out because he listens all the time and I never group him in with all of the regular listeners. And I feel like it's because he's on this so often that I feel like he's one of us maybe. And I don't think of him as like just a listener, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want him to think I forgot about him. In, in other words, because because Trice, we love you. Also, shout out again to Becky McClure and Jen Stark for making my, for making my Saturday wonderful in, in Washington. It was awesome. It was so great. I guess that's it. Yeah, I'm sure if there's any others come up, I'll just throw them out there like we usually do. <laughs> so, I think we should have a BFF book club update.
1: Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. I totally forgot. So, on the last episode I mentioned that if anyone wanted the ebook, I would buy it for two people. Still no takers, which is fine by me. Uh but also another little update related to books and Allison Rosen. I mentioned that I was going to read A Salty Piece of Land by Jimmy Buffett. Oof. I went so far as to, so apparently there's this app called Libby, which like syncs up with libraries, like you put in your library card number and you can rent ebooks or like borrow them like from the library, but it's on your phone or whatever. So I did that because I didn't want to pay for this stupid piece of shit book and I'm glad I didn't <laughs> because I downloaded it and it was like, 478 pages. And I was like, for a joke? That's a bit long. If it was like 300 pages, maybe. If it was like in the 200s, no problem. But I don't want to read almost 500 pages of this godforsaken piece of shit. Read the description on Amazon. That's
0: about how far I'll get.
1: It's like... A fucking this guy meets a salty old sailor who's Ugh. 101 years old. Uh, and I was like, t- 101? And then it says that they go to foam parties. Why does Jimmy Buffett know what a foam party is?
0: Oh, because he has to probably have people like look at like f- fact check what's in. I have to seem <laughs> relevant because I'm fucking old hack piece of shit. I mean, whatever.
1: <laughs> so anyway... I, Which, I, by
0: the way, I was reading Stephen King's books, and those are always the little things that, like, take me out of it, where I'm like, uh, like, he called a, a tattoo a tramp stamp, not what it actually is. And I'm like, maybe just do a little fact checking if you're going to try and seem cool. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Uh, I actually had a similar experience with September somewhere because she would reference songs, like, playing in a club or something. And I was like, it's almost like she Googled, number one song from 2003 or something. But I was
0: okay. I started reading this on the plane and then I sort of ran out of time, but I have to say, I am enjoying it. This is the kind of story. These are the kind of books that I would normally get in there. I would call them my, what do they call it? It's like watching The Real Housewives where I'm like, there's something like not great about it, but it's good. Does that make sense? It's not as bad as that. That's not what I mean. I'm trying to say it's like a guilty pleasure type of book because my favorite books are like history books and, you know, nonfiction. But the fiction books I like are exactly these kinds of books like Friendships Between Women and, you know, the whatever the details of their relationships and like, just pretty much like sex in the city. That's what I'm saying. Is it sex and the city? Did I say it right? Anyway, anyway, um it's something like that where i'm like so i not real houses it's like sex in the city like that kind of like those kinds of stories that i like and so i didn't i don't know how far i got i think i maybe two chapters and i was like this is the kind of book that i would have spent like the beginning of my summer reading and being like very like excited about it um i was impressed with the writing because it did seem more like a young person talking not like if my mom wrote a book, she would be using like words like hunky dory and stuff. So <laughs> the terminology in the beginning, I thought, okay, this is actually like a decent book. So I would like other people to join in. I also am, would like to bring a book to the table. And I think I already just said it on Twitter before. But I would like to read Sweet Valley High number 40 on the edge to, you know, the cocaine overdose story.
1: I'm in for that. So as far as the BFF book club, I was thinking that we should give everyone all of August to read it so we could do it sometime in September, which is very fitting. Oh
0: yes. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was way too excited about that.
1: (laughs) Well, well, now that we know you're on board, I guess (laughs) it's sometime in September. We'll pick a more official date, I guess, as it gets closer, but uh, so we're all in agreement, right? Okay,
0: yes. I love that idea. Also, September Somewhere se- does sound like a Jimmy Buffett story, doesn't it?
1: Uh, please don't don't remind me of that guy It sounds anymore. like an
0: island, like it's September Somewhere. I don't know. I don't know what that even would mean. But anyway, I am enjoying the story and I would enjoy... I don't know how we're going to work the book club if we're going to do like on the best friends fan cast facebook group and like have a discussion after or if we have the one other maybe person that reads it just comes on and records with us and we talk about it
1: yeah i think it depends how many people do it because we can actually do like kind of like how allison used to do the patreon thing we could do a like live facebook group thing i think
0: Ooh, that'd be fun yeah all right people get on board it's september somewhere yeah man all right i guess we should talk about monday (laughs)
1: let's do it
0: All right. So Allie is the co-host for Kevin and Bean. And uh, I definitely like grew up listening to Kevin and Bean. That was my, I mean, listening to K-Rock and from like 1990 till probably 93, three-ish when I kind of stopped listening to terrestrial radio. But I, you know, you pepper it in still. But I was like a dedicated Kevin and Bean listener morning because on the way to high school, the, the person that drove me listened to it and I was like, this show is amazing. Also, I think Allie had a real Renee covertness about herself
1: yeah uh i got that vibe and i know some people in the facebook group mentioned it or maybe on twitter but yeah i think her voice kind of sounds similar she's like a slightly less excited renee
0: yes for a sec like many times i was like all right this isn't renee that i'm listening to but uh yeah i liked i liked her and i i am sad for the and she even mentioned i think she said it let me see how she said it how women have to shrink to fit in to the world and at least the world as it used to be. And I I feel like it's changing a little, uh, maybe a lot with everybody coming forward with like, don't fucking (laughs) mess with me anymore because I'm just a human and like, we should all be treated equally. But the whole like being treated like shit when she was coming in for for allison's job which is interesting and but it's like she's getting allison fired somebody has to fill the space so whoever does is gonna get shit on unfortunately especially if it's in the corolla fan pool but also having to deal with that with kevin and bean with um lisa lisa may right i yes sure sure that broad (laughs) she was on allison's show i remember she was i think she was still employed there though Or maybe she had just gotten fired. I think that's what it was. Anyway, whatever it is, having to fill the shoes of someone that is loved and that gets fired is got to be a tough position to be in. But the the fact that people feel like it's okay because you're behind a a keyboard and a screen to be able to just be whoever you want is so disgusting and gross. And everyone says like, oh, they're just hiding behind a screen. I feel like that's just the reality of people. Who people are, I think, and I think people are just having this ability to be like, ooh, this real me, this person that would never be this way to another person, like say in an elevator. But now I can be the real me because I'm behind like anonymity.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what it is about these guys that attract fans like that. I mean, I, I think we're lucky that now we're all like in this Allison community and there are so few people like that
0: right yes I definitely posted on Instagram when Allison said oh I have the best fans I'm like you do and I said there's not not a you know not a dud in the bunch and it's like well I mean of course there's at least two or three (laughs) but to be able to count the amount of duds is because I can't count the amount of great people that it's it's unending so that's a really a testament to Allison and her personality and that were awesome
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much uh,
0: yeah i know we asked you asked this question before going back to sex in the city which girl are you <laughs> i
1: think i am probably a mix of charlotte and miranda more leaning miranda probably i don't know okay. what i said the last time but
0: i don't remember what you said but i remember what i said and what your response was oh god <laughs> Well, the thing is, I feel like with any show, when there's, you know, like you say, oh, which Friends character are you? Which Seinfeld character? I feel like always it's a mixture. And I think with sex and the- with any of these things, I always try and say, okay, I feel like I'm more like this one person, but it always is a mixture. So I said Charlotte and I said, probably with a little bit of, and you're all, <laughs> you- you're you a Miranda that wants to be a Charlotte. <laughs>
1: oh my God. Is that what I said? <laughs> yes!
0: But I think I'm just what you said. I feel like I'm a mixture of both of those. I'm definitely not a Carrie and I'm not a whatever the sex. sex uh,
1: one I was going to say, if anything, you're like a, <laughs> a, a Miranda. You're a, a, a Samantha that wants to be a Miranda or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> a Miranda that wants to be a uh, whatever. What, you know the name so well. What is it?
1: Uh, well, there's <laughs> Carrie. Miranda. <laughs> the sex fiend. <laughs> oh, Samantha.
0: Samantha. Uh yeah, I think I probably would have been a Samantha and a Charlotte in my past life because I'm very much like Never mind.
1: <laughs> I was going to say I don't see Charlotte wow. at all for you but like no offense.
0: Because I would be very much like because I'm like a good girl but like secretly not. Mm, I used but to be Charlotte is
1: a good girl period.
0: Right, but mixed with Samantha okay. is what I... Was. I see. Okay, but, Which I think is but, like perfect, I right? Think, no, <laughs>
1: Sorry to make this Sex in the City <laughs> chat show, but...
0: Uh, no, but I want to hear what other people have to say, too, about their own, so... Charlotte free.
1: is, like, so obsessed with, like, having, like, the perfect everything, like...
0: Mm, same, see? Because I was, I, <laughs> the, she, I was born in I, a family that pretends like everything's great and is a Gap commercial when everything is a giant fucking earthquake
1: (laughs) yeah and like that's why she ended up marrying trey your beloved uh kyle mick god damn it oh of course he
0: couldn't get it up
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so except to porn but that would be my life uh yeah i don't know I, i i don't know i feel like charlotte is just like a very Kind of a, kind of like almost a, like a one note kind of person, but I know there's yeah. more nuance there. But she's kind of like a one.
0: She, type. I could see that. She's just kind of like a like a wide eyed, blinky, like dick, dick, like dummy. But I think if you add some spice with Samantha, because you don't want to be Samantha one hundred percent. That's like <laughs> oof. But if you get a mixture of both of that, it's like, you could be sweet and want everything perfect, but then you can get dirty and like have fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, Charlotte doesn't like blowjobs. Samantha, probably a shame. her favorite That's
0: thing. That's a shame. That's a shame, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Whoa. Where are we going? Don't here? worry. Um... Sex in the City
1: will come up a little later again, but...
0: Oh, goody. Okay. Everyone out there, let us know, who who are you in Sex in the City? I think I said Sex in the City that time. Okay. So See, you're um, you're starting
1: the Mandela effect. You're trying to confuse all of us. Oh, I
0: am. Or did it affect me? Whoa. Okay. So Allie sleeps very little. I find that to be shocking. I find it shocking that she has the energy to make up for it because I usually am just like, I can't just pretend to be awake with coffee. So I don't, you have weird sleeping patterns. Would you be able to live off of four hours of sleep?
1: <laughs> um yes and no. I currently do something very similar. I'll come home from work and sleep between 3 to 4 hours and then before I go to work I try to get in another 2 or 3, but it just leads to me being tired all the time pretty right. much.
0: And just being like a zombie. I was getting really bad sleep recently, just poor poor sleep. I I kind of just move around from room to room in this house because of a lot of reasons but like i can't sleep around snoring i don't want to wake another person up i might just a bunch of different reasons so now pretty much me and the kids just sleep all in johnny's room <laughs> together and i was getting good night's sleep but then it kind of like i don't know i just whatever i wake up like a bunch of times and then I, so if I caught up to me where i was just like a zombie and exhausted and just dragging and was just like i can't and you can get coffee, but then your mind's awake and your body's still like, fuck. I just want to be sleeping right now.
1: Yeah. And that's a horrible feeling because the, like, incongruity in your body, like, it makes you feel worse because you're like, I should be awake, but your body isn't cooperating and it makes you feel like you have, like, no control over your body.
0: Exactly. I It's it's gross. I hate it.
1: That's why I do anyway. cocaine.
0: Oh, that's why cocaine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh three words what would be the thing i don't know three words of something you should do right now okay so okay also Allie has night birds which whenever i hear birds at night first of all if they're here in california i would always be like what confused fucking bird cannot tell that the sun's not up and then it's like okay actually like mockingbirds they chirp at night once in a while and birds are very peaceful but i have not heard this this uh apparently really distracting and annoying birds that she has to deal with at night but that sounds like she lives that sounds insane to me uh
1: i i don't have to deal with birds when uh when i lived at my parents house a long time ago we had like some woodpeckers in the backyard which was kind of annoying but also kind of quaint but
0: okay we have something and i think we're not the only city that has it because i've seen other maybe documentaries about it but we have a parrot situation when you see parrots in your neighborhood you're like that's so cool like there's a bunch of green parrots and they're just in the trees and whatever but when i lived uh, a couple cities over they would be and I was drinking a lot more. and It would be waking me up every Saturday, and like that screeching noise is horrendous. But when you see them, you're so like, oh, that's so cool. We have parrots. It's just weird, and there's all these myths that surround it, you know. But that has been a thing where it's like they would go from city to city, and like everyone's just like, fuck the birds, the the parrots are in our you know, are waking me up. I'm like, okay, that's where they're at right now. But anyway, I, I don't know. I don't think you got to witness our parrots.
1: I did not. That sounds kind of cool, but I'm sure living with it uh, it's another story
0: it's like both i have not like i said gotten woken up but whenever i hear them going over i'm like oh my god it sounds like i'm on the set of the birds because it's the screechiest loudest noise but also i'll be driving down the street and you see like orange trees these big beautiful orange trees just full of parrots eating the fruit off i'm like this is very weird (laughs) this seems so out of place but so it's kind of cool but anyway speaking of that Speaking of my house, um, I'm going to plan another group recording probably for our 150th and that's mid-March-ish. So just putting it out there. Anybody that wants to come over to my house, stay the night, have an Allison meetup. I was also thinking it might be fun to do... This would be really cool is maybe to do go to the junk show altogether, but that would be a Sunday. So it might be kind of hard to do like a Sunday evening to Monday. But anyway... It'd be fun to go do like a lot more Allison things, go to Top Round, do some fun stuff. But that's far away from my house. That might be different. But anyhow,
1: I am into this idea.
0: Cool. Also, I don't know if Allison's going to do Podfest this year, which usually is October, September. I haven't heard anything, so maybe they might not even have it this year. So I guess uh, there'll be one less uh, Allison meet-up with everybody.
1: Uh, I'm going to have to look it up right now because you're right. It's like September, October, and I haven't heard shit.
0: I know. Remember last year they are talking about being money and blah, 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 but then I think that they did okay. I don't know. But you would think you would have heard, heard something by now.
1: Okay, so on the LAPodFest.com website... It says, thanks for stopping by LA PodFest's home. We are deciding whether or not we are moving forward in 2018. If you want to be notified if we move forward or have a question, please email us. Who knows if enough people email us. Maybe we'll figure it out again. So right now it's looking like it's not going to happen. But that's not to say there won't be another opportunity for us to see Allison. I don't know. She might, you know, go on a World tour.
0: Yeah. And if she needs a nanny to go traveling that speaks English, then she can just hire me. (laughs) Wow. I'm sorry. And I know you guys talked about this last week, but I feel like when somebody hires someone that speaks Spanish, like this is going to sound racist, of course. Right, Trace? But I feel like that means that you're not spending enough money and that's going to sound bad. But what I'm saying is people can be multilingual. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But like if you're hiring someone because you're you're trying to save money, then that makes me sad. <laughs> like it's someone raising your baby. what has got to be perfect. Chirp chirp. I can speak Spanish. I can see neat. See. see? <laughs> <laughs> I can teach them just the right amount of Spanish to get along in this fair city that we call Little Mexico. So it'll be fine. Okay, I might cut all that out. <laughs> okay. I'm not.
1: Leave it in. Yeah, we need well, uh, you... we need an alt right presence <laughs> in, in the BFF true. fan group. Very
0: true, I also think like you know how people th- like you're allowed to be racist because you're not white. I can say stuff that's you know against Mexicans or if you th- call that against Mexicans because I do have heritage there, so you know it's okay. You know, everyone gives passes for whatever. Okay, so I'll stop talking now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe I should talk about more about the Jews and their white kilts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when I said that, I'm like, really? That probably needed to not come out. <laughs> Why not? Let's start talking. It's uncomfortable. When it's, it, like, one of these it's like days, miscarriages. Uh, we need to talk about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, I'm not going to say anything. Never. Oh, damn
0: on. it. <laughs> I always say just the right thing to shut you up and it's not in the good time. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is something that alarms me. And it was a question sent in by Bruce by Dawn. That's not the alarming part. Also, shout out to you, Bruce by Dawn, is that Allie puts up her Christmas tree right after Halloween. That's horrendous to me. It's also speaking and she's talking about the Hallmark movies and all that crap. And it's speaking... I think she did. Anyway, speaking directly to Ray Morgan's JMO that he sent in about pretty much wanting to kill himself because of Christmas in July on Hallmark. And I, it does. It's a bummer. It's a fucking bummer. I like, I love Christmas. I love the holiday. I love everything about it. Well, mostly. And But when you try and shove it down my throat, like in October, like I feel it's out of place and it makes me feel icky. I don't like it.
1: I don't celebrate holidays, so I don't really care. But it is weird to be seeing Christmas shit when it's, you know, hot as fuck. But then again, they live in L.A., so no matter what time of year, Christmas is going to feel wrong to me.
0: Well, true. Although we get a nice Santa... Santa Ana, as you would say, Santa Ana winds come in and it's real dry and windy. So that's not Christmasy to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's usually probably, it's usually a little bit warm on Christmas, but uh, it's weird because it's usually cold in December, but like warm on Christmas anyway, it's because it, we're reflecting the light here. This is where Jesus wants to be born. Oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? <sighs> okay. I think I had to say those things so that I don't cry because I'm like... <laughs> i'm like literally about to lose my mind i think i need to use allison's uh new sponsor talk space because that sounds right up my alley what do you think about that oh my god did you talk about wait i'll cut this out did you talk about doing therapy on the show or was that off
1: that was off okay
0: so anyways i think i should totally use that
1: i'll talk about it on here i don't care i went to my first therapy appointment. Appointment ever, uh, like uh, almost two week, a week and a half. I don't fucking know. Uh, a couple of weeks back or whatever. Uh, and one of the options uh, when I was looking for a therapist, she said, "Oh, I don't have any appointments available for in person, but we could do like over Skype or or uh, FaceTime or whatever." And I was like, uh, "I think I need someone in person," so that didn't work out. But I, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. If you know you can't find the right person uh, in person, then uh, I mean, it's practically the same thing and hopefully it's cheaper. So yeah, I would say give it a go.
0: Yeah, it sounds amazing. What's weird is I like being in person, but finding somebody that I like and spending the time, first of all, it's hard to get an appointment, then getting in person. Now, if you don't like them, I feel like I'm stuck and then I have to just either go to that person or I have to wait a million years to find someone else and find the timing. So I feel like this would be much more up my alley. But the Skype, FaceTime thing, I think would make me feel very nervous for some reason. And I don't know why that is. But I think doing it over, was it over email or phone call or something? I don't even know what it is. Maybe that's just uh, like be... reading stupid Facebook and the stupid sayings everyone just says. Is that what it's going to be like? Look up. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. All right.
1: You'll have to try it and let us know. All
0: right. I'll try it. Also, uh, Jamie, I want to know how your scent bird pres- prescription <laughs> I need a fucking prescription. All right. Anything else from uh, Monday before we do a little kernel of kernels, kernels?
1: Yes. Just one thing very briefly during some, oh, during the read for Hubble contacts, she mentioned sex in the city where Mm. Carrie is quoting a movie and she says, your girl is beautiful Hubble or something like that. And I had just seen that episode because Rachel is rewatching sex in the city. Good girl. Shout uh, out to you, Rachel. Yeah, saw that clip and I was like, oh, I never even put the two things together. But uh, yeah, that's all.
0: I never did either. And God, my mom was in love with Robert Redford. That was like all she cared about was Robert Redford in her life. And coincidentally, Barbara Streisand was her favorite singer since like she was a kid because she was a fucking nerd. But (laughs) uh, I don't think I must have seen the movie. I don't know. Anyway, maybe Hubble might be... uh, in the running as a name for allison's baby
1: uh, i'm pretty sure you haven't seen that movie because it was in color oh, fuck,
0: right? <laughs> yeah but isn't it the 80s or the 70s or some like time that didn't exist before you were born so you don't yeah, know what anything probably. is <laughs> <laughs> we, you
1: you should uh, insert the clip from sex in the city it, it would be a perfect uh way to end this
0: part okay your girl is lovely habit. i don't get it you never did. All right. How about some kernels, kernels?
1: A pair will go sideways on you real fast. Tangy and sweet. And yeah. Are you aware of the fact that oranges are actually orange? I think she had posed for naked pictures. When, ooh, what would happen if Nibbles called into a radio show hosted by Smith? You give me a hot foot if I don't let him. When you put a match in the sole of someone's shoe and then light it, it burns their foot. I think in that instance, you would uh, keister it.
0: Always little nuggets of truth. Thanks, Colonel Jeff. Do you notice I didn't swoon this time? <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, huh? Uh, oh, I heard. Oh, I heard. Okay. We were her little Canadian maple candies sent in by BFF friend of the show, Toby Milton. So I think that was his first.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it was his first. Is I mean, I can imagine what this is, but... Is this a baked good? Is this a piece of candy?
0: I was thinking it was like a candy. Like instead of chocolate, it would be maple. Like the exact same like consistency of like a little milk chocolate, but like just maple. But because it might have like it... a more of a sugary texture, like gritty.
1: I could see it either way being like a kind of like a hard candy oh. or possibly also a donut. Oh. so By the way, worst let us donut know.
0: out there maple Oof. literally the worst <laughs> whenever my husband goes to get donuts i'll be like oh just whatever like i don't really care he comes home with a maple i'm like fuck he See, might as well brought me a turd in gets, a box
1: <laughs> he gets all the stuff that he knows you won't like that's it's like actually like when goes shopping
0: yes okay that's like or, my or own Daniel. that's like nibbles lockbox it's my maple donut oh don't yeah. worry i power through it <laughs> <laughs>
1: i expect nothing less i
0: know so now i'm like Okay, anything except for the maple bar, and I'm not trying to complain. <laughs> also, I don't want the jelly fucking donut. I don't need a donut to come in my mouth. It's fine. Like, I just, it's too much. All right. That was also too much. So anyhow, um, hmm. so coming off the heels of uh, Cheesecake getting a second chance last week in the Yes, Please, Bitch, Please, uh, it was national, national. <laughs> Ugh, it's national. My god, I fucking have Tourette's, little Raffy. But luckily it's just you and I here and nobody else. Nice Nach- did it again. National Cheesecake Day. Also, lipstick day, which I can celebrate. That the fact that Mac was giving away lipsticks—that's my favorite lipstick. And but I've got plenty, and I don't wear it enough, so I really should be living every day like my last and wear lipstick every day. Do you celebrate any of these made-up fucking bullshit national days?
1: Uh, National Seinfeld Day is that a oh, thing? What day is it?
0: That- oh, <laughs> so you don't. <laughs> I would though every day is Seinfeld Day. Don't <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have not had a drink since Saturday. This is what's happening to me.
1: That's the problem.
0: <sighs> I'm going to have some tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know why that was like so sad. Like feel sorry for me. Okay. So you, I we'll have to look that up. I'm sure it exists, but you know, we celebrate that every day and I think that shows in our show because we pretty much just talk about Seinfeld and like Pepper and some Allison.
1: Yeah, we're the number one Seinfeld reference podcast <laughs> that isn't about Seinfeld. <laughs>
0: It's so true. It's probably more... Oh, nope, nope, nope. Uh, So the whole pear versus peach is like another one of those idiotic comparisons, like in and out at McDonald's, like, okay, two totally different things. But pears were my favorite fruit. Those and blueberries were my favorite fruit growing up. Not necessarily my favorite now, but I still... Like, obviously, they, they could get mealy and blah, 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 but like a perfect pear on a perfect... Like ripe, like the one day that it's ripe is an amazing fruit. Also, pears well with the aforementioned Maggie Poo's cheese plate. I feel like she missed a couple of really good things caper berries, cornichon, and olives, but she was going on the sweet stuff. But anyhow, I digress. How do you feel about pears? Also, uh, peaches, also nectarines.
1: Okay, first of all, comparing peaches to pears is almost literally apples to oranges.
0: Yes. Yeah. They're
1: so different, but yes, because um, they
0: have the first three letters the same. Why, how, how is that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I haven't had a peach or a pear in years. Uh, shout out to Rick Ross, but I do remember enjoying them quite a bit, especially a good one. Um, Oof. so yeah, I mean, I'm okay with them, but I think I would rather have a peach most of the time.
0: I love pe. I love peaches. I and I. I hate to say like the furriness really is a problem, but it kind of is. My son always peels it off. I'm like, no, you just eat the whole thing. You just get over it. But it is kind of weird. It's like licking another tongue at the same time. Like, <laughs> but it's such a good flavor. And we used to have this peach tree that was like the most ridiculous peaches. Like it was crazy. It made like three to two different kinds of peaches and nectarines all in one tree. And it was Like always the biggest peaches I've ever seen, the juiciest, sweetest. I would make tons of like jelly and stuff from it, but it would have so much fruit that the branches would literally just like break off. It was just like the most amazing peach tree. But I also make an amazing pear salad that is like, and we get pears from uh, Oregon every Christmas and they are the fucking best pears in the world. So not unlike the Mackinac peach jeepers okay <laughs> jeepers fuck <laughs> what is my mom uh, recording this episode uh first of yeah. all i
1: take that shout out to rick ross back i forgot he was a correctional officer fuck you rick ross um mm,
0: it's leave i'm gonna cut so- you saying that out and leave it right in there because i want you <laughs> to say something negative too disparaging on yourself
1: <laughs> uh so when we were in georgia uh you know i thought i should have a peach because this is my first time in Georgia. I could have a Georgia peach, right? I didn't. Uh Here in Colorado, they make a big deal about these fucking Palisade peaches. I don't know if I've had one. I mean, I'm assuming most of our peaches come from there. So I don't see what the big deal is. Is there like a... And now, yeah, you reminded me of Mackinac peaches. Is Is the peach just like something that grows everywhere, but for I some reason we have like this obsession with them?
0: I don't know. I know that South Carolina apparently, because I did take a picture in front of the peach water tower uh apparently that's the place for peaches and I heard this and I feel like Whitney and Jacob could set us straight on this that Georgia peaches not because they're it's like the peach of the south it's like the big apple and I never thought about that together I thought the same thing you go have some peaches in Georgia but apparently that's not what they're known for it's the other even though it is but you're not thinking of apples when you go to New York so I don't know if that's true or not. Apparently, uh, South Carolina is a place for peaches. They're really big into it enough to make a big vagina <laughs> peach water tower. But um, also, David's confusion about what a nectarine is. Uh, I feel like I don't know where he, if he's like uh, Brendan Fraser and he's lived in a basement for all, many years. But how do you not know what a nectarine is?
1: Yeah, that's weird. Um, also, I'm I don't like just say. It's because he's from Nevada, so yeah. I don't know. Let's I don't think there's it, fruit there.
0: There isn't. They eat onions off the road. They're like gross and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nectarines just want to be a peach. But if a peach had a smooth skin, that would be ideal. My husband's favorite and my son's favorite are nectarines. But I, if somebody cut one up and gave it to me, I wouldn't be like, ew, gross. It's not like a mango. I don't want to like push it off my plate. But like, I'll eat it. Just kidding. I'll eat a mango. I won't like it as much. But- It's tasty, but it's just a little tart. It's a tart peach, really.
1: Yeah, I like nectarines also, but you know what I saw in the grocery store a couple weeks back and I bought them and it was kind of a game changer, was Mm. like a golden kiwi. (laughs) Sorry. So I we call it was, it, my husband
0: calls his like if you get hit in the balls like getting hit in the kiwis. So when you said <laughs> golden kiwi, that's all that I pictured for some reason. But kiwis are pretty delicious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, the the golden kiwi was like not fuzzy. It was oh. smooth on the outside. Oh. It was like more tender and sweeter.
0: Like a prepubescent kiwi.
1: It was like, it was honestly, it was amazing. I haven't had a fruit that good in quite some time, but I don't see them in the store anymore. So I got regular kiwis again. And although kiwi still up there in my top two favorite fruits, golden kiwi coming strong into like a third place, maybe.
0: Mm, Coming strong. Uh, I'm going to have to take a taste of those. Also, there's like some golden, I think they're called golden. I don't know. They have some fancy name of raspberries and they just look like raspberries that never hit the sun. It's like, oh look disgusting they're like white and pasty like some like white trash raspberries <laughs> anyway also renee Culver mentioned her kind of addiction to dark red cherries and claims that they're sweeter those would be the bean cherries uh she said they're sweeter than the other cherries which are the yellow and reds which are the Ray- rainier cherries and You could not be more wrong. The Rainier cherries are much sweeter, but the red ones look sweeter, so it tricks your brain. And I always want to grab those because they're so pretty. But then when I grab those and I grab the Rainiers, the Rainiers are far superior. Also just coming out of Washington, which is where these all hail from.
1: I think you should uh, make her take a blind taste test.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea. I'll send some in the mail for a snack chat. They should be pretty fresh when they get there. Also, I feel like she would totally just come on this show. She's so cool.
1: You know what? I actually thought that. I was like, she would totally do our show, especially if Leanne is on. We'll be like, hey, Leanne's going to be on our show. You should be on it, too. She'll be like, oh, Leanne? Oh, I'm there.
0: Okay. I was going to make a blind taste test joke there, but there's no real reason to. Um maybe leanne should re- reach out to her i also feel like i don't want to step on allison's toes so like asking anybody that's on her show to be on our show i feel like is like ugh, a weird crossover to like into patreon land that i don't want to you know
1: i mean that uh, that's true but uh if leanne asks, but at the same time <laughs> well actually it would be weird because what if she was like on that thursday show and then we're, we're like hey we're gonna critique your performance i don't know that
0: is like some sort of inception type of shit right there like hey let's talk about what you said <laughs> hey that show you're on let's go let's talk about it it might be kind of fun because you could be like oh i wish i didn't say that or i would i went, meant this here or whatever like you know all the yeah. stuff that we get to do <laughs> with jmos we're like they totally didn't get it um, also, the Patreon live stream, I missed it because I was in Washington. I think Megan missed it because she was in Arizona. Were you there, or were any of the actual f- true fans there?
1: <laughs> well, supposedly Megan was driving back to California, so I think she had it mm. she could just listen but not actually type because she was driving. Uh, I of course was there. I mean the the usuals were there. Leanne Trice, uh, I think Lauren was there. Whitney was there. everyone was there.
0: Oh, okay, cool. I need to redo a rewatch on that. I was having a little bit of a rough Sunday. I probably could have tried to join, but it would have been a little weird. Speaking of that, Washington Washington just called me. They d- charged me double for for one night, so I had to like deal with that right now. So that's fun. Oh, being poor after a of a, a trip. So fun. Especially
1: try being poor all the time.
0: <laughs> all the time? <laughs> well, especially when you come home and it's like your daughter's birthday and you feel like Okay, let's try and not give her a total rip off birthday. My son's birthday is um, August. I'm sorry, April sixteenth. So it's always right after we get our income tax refund. It's like we're let's whatever you want to do, let's do it. Now it's like August. We're like, oh, we just had two big trips and we're fucking poor. <laughs> I guess mine's probably the worst in January because everyone's poor and on a diet. <sighs> but whatever. Anyway, poor me. So Elliot is officially becoming a squirrel. It sounds like, and I think. I would be very scared if my kid held in that much food all the time.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, this seems like something kids do, though.
0: Yeah. But see, the thing with kids is when they're learning to, to eat solid food, they legitimately choke often. Where you're putting your finger down their throat and scraping out a Cheerio. It's something that I've done so many times. And it's frightening and the fact that he just has food in his mouth that could easily just get lodged to me, I'm just like, he's a wa- ticking time bomb of being like choking. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, that's always a risk. Um, what, but what's one food that is like so good that you just want to shovel it in your mouth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, golden kiwis. <laughs> um, and just leave it there?
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing is he needs to, well, you know what? Like, like, you know, when you got, like a mouthful of sound sunflower seeds and no i can never do you that you can't uh, yeah that no. well that's the thing is like because because of the shell I, well, i've
0: never really tried i guess but yeah i see what you mean i honestly like if i have a piece of candy like let's say like a werther's like an, an old lady candy like that like a hard one i will put it in my mouth it tastes delicious and then I'm like, all of a sudden, I feel like I'm sucking on a lozenge. Like it's just that feeling of like, ugh, I, I need to get it out of my mouth. Now I don't like it.
1: That's another good one. Is the uh, Skittles? Like you just throw in a handful, mm. and you just I get the essence. One at a time. Oh my goodness, you're doing it wrong.
0: Which I also do with popcorn. Uh, what? Yeah. You eat one at a time. A kernel at it. a time. Yes. <laughs> I get full really fast on, surprisingly, on everything, but, like, popcorn, like, is so good, and I just want to, like, I want to enjoy, like, every single bite. I don't know. I don't like to, like, scarf things. Like, my husband will, like, try, will eat a sandwich or something, and he'll shove the whole thing in his mouth almost. I'm like, are you even, like, tasting any of it? (laughs) See, I
1: I think this must be some, like, a difference between men and women, maybe.
0: Maybe. You guys like to shove it all in your mouth and stuff it until you're choking?
1: That's because men hunt and women gather. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Dr. Laura for a second. I know we've talked about it briefly before. I actually like that she's listening to things. I don't know if she's listening for like the reason I used to listen to say like a Rush Limbaugh is because I feel like you can't hate something unless you actually know why you hate them. And so I would force myself to listen to a show or watch the show for as long as I could and just be like, okay, I totally know why I don't like him. Dr. Laura, on the other hand, I love, but I haven't listened to her in a long time. I know if I came to her with all my problems, she'd be like, well, why did you fuck this up? Why did you go down this path, you idiot? I already know what she would say, but she would be right. So I'm sorry if the truth hurts, but fuck, it hurts. Change it. I know a lot of people don't like her because she rubs people the wrong way. She's harsh and and she's abrasive. Her message, as Allison said, is, Allison said it's backwards. I feel like her message is not backwards. And it's unfortunate that her message is considered antiquated and because her, her delivery is off. And I feel like the message is a good message. And I think she wants to keep families together and keep people taking care of each other and not being so, being independent's good, but when you're so independent that you're in a relationship that you're not even like codependent, (laughs) That's not really what I'm trying to say, but you know what I mean? I just feel like people are so much into themselves instead of like taking care of somebody is not a big, a bad thing. I think we could t- take care of each other, man. Uh, also, I, I was a little saddened by Colonel Jeff saying AM radio is for old people because, first of all, I thought he and I were kindred old spirits, but I like AM radio, but also... It is how I found podcasts. And someone said, I think it was David said, it is like a podcast. It was like the original kind of podcast is talk radio. And I'm wondering if podcasts are become going to become like an old thing like Facebook is like, are kids going to keep listening to podcasts? I always thought podcasts were the future, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to end with us.
1: Well, first of all, I think uh, Jeff saying that AM radio is for old people. I think... I don't know if he wants to listen to whatever is on AM radio, but for sure he's the type of person who would, if that makes sense.
0: That is what I would think.
1: But... As- <laughs> As far as podcasts, I feel like they're not going anywhere for a while.
0: I just feel like, I mean, we said that about MySpace just seemed like it was endless. Facebook's never going to go away. And now it's like kids aren't They don't want Facebook. It's for old people. So if podcasts are these things that like I'm listening to and I'm doing one and I like AM radio and and I still have Facebook, am I going to, you know what I mean? Like, is it going to not be the next thing? And everybody's starting to do it. Is it going to be like a bubble where it just explodes and it's like, there's still going to be like 2 dildos talking to each other in a shed <laughs> <And> that's
1: <it. laughs> yeah that's that's not going away uh until allison's show goes away but yeah i of course there's there's too many podcasts as it is but i really don't see them going anywhere
0: Okay, good. Phew. All right. So Allison mentioned that she was going to be finding out her their baby's gender, and then she announced it on Patreon. I'm guessing she announced it on Twitter somewhere. I've been kind of off of everything. Uh, um, she, she, as
1: far as I know, she has not announced it anywhere Ooh, except really? Patreon. So we shouldn't ah, say.
0: Okay. I'm not going to. That's awesome. Okay. Also seeing what it was, I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like I am so excited for them. It makes it even more real. It, just every little step makes it more real. So, it, you know, when you find out the gender, it's it's really exciting. Even though it's going to be either or. But for some reason, it just makes it more of a like, okay, now I know what it is and I'm relating to it. So it's, you know, it's just, it's cool. So uh, name ideas. Uh, I don't know. It, those can't be Daniel's actual ideas, right?
1: Uh, I'm a hundred percent sure they are. He told me himself.
0: (laughs) On Patreon, your own private uh, Daniel Patreon. (laughs) Uh, I am horrified by pretty much all of his names. And I think with a name like Quants, they need to keep it like all the old timey names are coming back. And I think, uh, by the way, old timey, I mean, like just true like solid names not these fluffy fucking windy windy i didn't mean i didn't actually mean the name windy i meant like actual breeze like things just blow in like shitty names that just are you know crappy whatever last names or first names and like just objects or names and like i don't know your kid's precious but it's not that precious let's name it something nice and solid and you already have a weird last name let's make it easy on the kid We don't need two Zs and Xs and, like, a bunch of bullshit. I think something like Mary, Jane, John...
1: Um, yeah, you know, I was trying to come up with uh, some names here recently, and I think I've got a couple good ones. Well, first of all, I
0: I was going to ask you what your name idea is. Also, I want other people to send in their suggestions. I want to we need to start this whole conversation over again.
1: So on Jensen Karp's podcast, his co host had a child recently and when they were discussing names, he said, you know, you don't want the just plain old boring name. You want something unique and interesting. So one name that he mentioned that I think could be good, uh, especially for a boy, is Nintendo. Oh, fuck. Or Tendo for short, they said. Or but... like
0: the idiots that would call it Nintendo.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> that got me thinking, you know, what's a gorgeous name for a girl? Oh, God. Sega. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah, How <about> yesterday... Mogwai? <laughs> also yesterday uh while i was at work driving by i saw some signs and i thought these are good names as well oh god <laughs> count imagine count quants
0: okay that's not bad
1: gorgeous gorgeous for a boy okay. that's fantastic okay. uh weld <laughs> he said he wants a boy like uh he needs a name like pistol or truck how about weld okay weld quants okay.
0: You're losing me a little I'm into
1: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Might as well just call him um, Spark. How about Spark?
1: Great name, okay. Lisa. Send it in. I love it. Also, I came up with brush <laughs> Boy or Girl. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> and uh and also we can never forget the classic unisex name, Seven.
0: Oh, duh. That's yes. That is just perfect. Let's just let's just make it that. Because I feel like I think when they said smidge, first of all, smidge is like a smidge of a person. That doesn't sound like a tough person. It sounds like someone that's just going to be like a wallflower that's meek. Never, it's just a total like doormat. Never speaks up for themselves. I'm just a smidge. Like no, I don't like that at all. We, I had my friend's mom. Her name was Midge but that I found out after talking to her was her nickname because they called her Midget because she was tiny. So they called her Midge, but her actual name, her and her three sisters had like the raddest names. And now I'm going to forget what one of them is, but it was like Winona, Donna, and some other like rad 60s band name. And she got the name, nickname Midge and forever. That's just, I just, I think I don't even know her real name. It's just Midge. Anyway, not Smidge. No. Also, we knew someone named Hugh. I feel like you're a Hugh of a person. You're a smidge. No. This guy, Hugh, was actually a Hugh of a person. He was just like, he floated in and he like didn't know what he was supposed to be. He was like, icky. You become your name a little. Ooh.
1: What about Houston?
0: Oh, we've got a problem. Actually, <laughs> we don't. That's actually great.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm writing it down.
0: Okay. Houston Quants. Hmm. That is funny because you know how everyone like cool is named Austin? and Houston's kind of like a shitty town, it's like, hey, I'm Houston.
1: <laughs> uh, I might as well be called Houston Phoenix. Oh, wait, town. there already is.
0: A Phoenix. <laughs> uh, Phoenix. Ooh, no, it'd be like Tucson. It'd be like cool. your cool cousin Phoenix, and then you're called Tucson. Ooh, we should say that. Ooh, can I say ooh some more? Daniel, being from <laughs> Tucson. Tucson, Quants. Hmm. Uh, okay, how about seven? Okay. Have you... <laughs> How about soda? Soda. Oh, that's good. That's gold. Yeah. I was going to think of some others, but yeah, we need to, let's start the conversation on the Best Friends Fancast group because let's, uh, let's talk about some good names. We need some good ones, some whatevers. I, when she was first pregnant, I and we, I think we were suggesting different names, but before they knew the sex, I suggested Eli. And I remember during the Patreon live stream, she's like, "Ooh, I love the name Elliot. I swear I need to go back and find that because I felt I feel like I'm responsible. But also I was like, oh, not Elliot. (laughs) You don't want your son to be a mathlete. (laughs) I met Eli, like short from Elijah, which you're never going to be called that because Eli is a cool name. So now if they have a boy, Eli, if a girl, Ellie, and they will be Ellie and Elliot, because that's kind of cute. Or is that too lame? Uh,
1: I feel like they're going to be the next Menendez brothers, if you call them Ellie and Elliot.
0: (laughs) People are going to think they're twins. If it's a girl, if it's a boy, Eli and Elliot, they'll think they're twins, probably. What do you think it's going to look like? It's going to be so crazy.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, like, is it going to have that awesome Elliot hair, or is it going to have, like, more dark hair like more allison hair
0: because like sometimes people have kids that look exactly the same as each other where like even their baby pictures look exactly the same and then sometimes one takes after the mom and takes after the husband like my daughter is blonde now but she had really dark hair like darker than mine when she was born i always thought that my kids were gonna look like my babies would look like munchie cheese when they were born and she was pretty close look it up
1: Is. Isn't it weird how that happens, yes. like like the hair changes or whatever? It's like it's like your genes jeans are having like a war right. inside of you and like and how- you know, for the first <laughs> yes. five years this side is winning and now this one has taken over. It is
0: so weird that they would have a fight after the fact. You think that they're already settled beforehand. Oh,
1: it's like the Hatfield and McCoy's it never ends.
0: <laughs> it is. I should play that song right now. Have you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever get your name made fun of? Wherever you name, sorry, were you ever made fun of for your name?
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. Because kids of my age were very much into the Lion King. I got a lot of Rafiki, which at first it bothered me, but I'm like, <laughs> yo, he was like a wise ass ape. Like, or primate, whatever the fuck uh so i mean now like i don't give a shit make fun of me i don't care
0: i think i shared this before like obviously i lisa's like it was literally the number one name in 1976 so actually it might have been later than that jennifer and lisa were like the top names for like the beginning of the 70s and like the end of the 70s was more like lisa so i didn't get that but my maiden name is says and always it was like lisa says "Oh, lisa says whatever and if i was more of an asshole i'd be like yeah lisa says shut up like but i would just be like i'm a wiener i'm i should just be named smidge and then when i was in high school like lisa lisa lays became the thing which i was okay with it (laughs) 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 Uh, okay uh definitely not named dolores
1: definitely not mulva (laughs)
0: My, Amanda's mom, you, you met my friend Amanda, her mom's name is Dolores. So her nickname always was just Mulvum. So we just always called her Mulvum. I don't think we ever <laughs> called it to her face, but like whenever we would talk about, like, oh, Mulva's going to be there later. See,
1: those are the great nicknames where, like, there's a guy at work that we called, that me and my friend called Jesus Freak. So it's perfect because... No one knows who we're talking about, but that person, if he heard us say Jesus, yes. freak, he'd probably know we're talking about him.
0: <laughs> and he'll tell you, don't fuck with the Jesus. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Big Lebowski. Bowsy? Little Big Lebowski had to. I'm so fucking dumb. Okay. So, yeah. Would you read emails that were not meant for you? Where do you draw the line in honest, in honesty and kindness? Let me throw a few more out there. Found money and house sitting. If by chance you see a car running with nobody in it, finding a wallet, if the ATM is just open with a card in, where do you stand? Where do you draw the line?
1: Uh, take it off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I obviously don't feel that way because I'm not a maniac. But... <laughs> uh,
1: excuse <laughs> me. Would you like to tell us about your first date again?
0: <laughs> okay. I feel like it was a little bit of peer pressure because I really didn't think the car would be running still. <laughs> I thought I was betting I thought I was betting on something I was going to win. So, okay, there my husband and I went out to dinner. We had to stop at the grocery store afterwards because we were dating in the stone ages when people smoked cigarettes, so we had to go in and get cigarettes and there was a car in the parking lot running. And he said, if that car's running, when we come back out, we're taking it. And I said, sure we are. We go in to get cigarettes. We come out and the fucking thing is still sitting there running, unmanned. I'm like, fuck, I can't chicken out now. So we stole a car. And yes, so we did do that. I would never do that again. I may have also accidentally stolen a car before. And I didn't know it at the time. But looking back, I was like, we totally stole that car. Anyway, um, (laughs) I wouldn't do that now. Also, with emails, I would not read them. I had somebody that accidentally kept sending me his emails that were meant for his lawyer or for his attorney. And I found out later he was getting a divorce from his wife, but he kept sending them to his attorney that was also named Lisa. And I was like, I just would not... I I wouldn't even tell him because I felt embarrassed. Like I don't want to be like, hey, I just want you to know you sent me your emails because I didn't want him to think I read them. But then he's probably thinking she's never getting back to me. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I did not read those, but then also I think I was like an ostrich by like, just putting my head in the sand. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm an idiot. Finding like house sitting. I recently did that. And I felt very awkward being in their house. I just went from like A to B What I needed to do to take care of their house, but like I didn't want to go past any boundaries that like I wasn't supposed to because it's like their house. I found a wallet once and I literally had to scrounge for change to get gas at the gas station. I found a wallet with 60 bucks in it. I turned it into the the guy and I did not take the money. It could have been the universe telling me, hey, put more than $3 into your gas tank. You have to take kids to school and you have to like get to the grocery store and whatever. But nope, I was honest. But I recently shared with you something that came to me in the mail by accident that was not meant for anybody else. It was just a company making an accident. And I fucking kept it because I could use the money. (laughs) Anyway, they talked about old timey pranks. I'm wondering if you get in on any of these for... A small part of me like really hates certain things like this. Like I don't like um, April Fool's Day. Like I don't like those kinds of things like that just kind of annoys me. Not when I get pranked, but I don't like doing it to somebody else. But there are certain things that we have done and there are certain pranks that I find joy in um, hearing about. Like my husband used to work at uh, he used to be a mechanic and when you don't have any cars to work on, you're just fucking around. So there'll always be like some funny, like somebody, I think somebody poured like water in somebody's toolbox, which actually is really shitty because you're going to have to buy all new tools. Or when someone would when go take a shit, they would turn off the light and then like throw fireworks at the stall. <laughs> just stuff like that until a customer found a firework in their car and then that had to get... Um, quit. They had to quit that part. But those kinds of little things are hilarious to me. I, old-timey to me at our old house, we used to live across the street from the dorms, the Chapman dorms. And those idiots across the street. So we would like glue money to the sidewalk and just watch them and laugh. <laughs> I think that's old-timey. Slightly sad but fun. Do you have any old-timey pranks that you enjoy? Uh,
1: no. But I, I, I always think... I want to be into pranks, but actually, like going through the effort of like putting you know five thousand post-it notes on someone's car, it's like at at some point, it's like, is my time worth the laugh? Right, and it never is.
0: I think it's more fun to witness someone else doing it, probably because there's some of it like like hashtag Al's not into the tumfoolery or whatever it was. I'm like a lot of it. I'm like, Ugh, it's exhausting. But there is another one that at the time was not old-timey would be considered old-timey now but my best friend in north carolina jen and i used to send mail to each other under like different names that were embarrassing so they would constantly get mail to like uh damn it i'm gonna forget god damn it there was one that we always sent it to but it would be like the stupid ones like the sexual ones oh um <laughs> damn it i forgot again i keep even forgetting all of them Oh my God, it's been too long. Anyways, like sending mail to each other. We would send those things to each other. And even still, like, I think right now, I just want to send her... We used to especially like the Finger Hut catalog <laughs> because it's so embarrassing. <laughs> so we're like, mm, maybe I need to just send that to her new address and she'll know who it's from.
1: Um, So you like old things. Do you know what a hot foot is? He never. explained it. I tuned it out
0: and I've never heard of it.
1: How the fuck does... How do you stick a lit match in someone's shoe?
0: Oh yeah, I don't know because it wouldn't get snuffed pretty quickly. And why would yeah. their shoe be half off? If
1: but then also, the way I see it is, even if you go for it, you're bent over. You're like right at knee to the nose, oh, you know, level. So kick.
0: or in the front, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, huh.
1: You're gonna You're gonna get hurt. All for <laughs> not a good nothing, idea,
0: really, because I mean, I guess that's okay. That's a lot of effort for not a big payoff yeah i the one you said about the post-its i saw one hilarious one i don't know who did it but the mall that's right by our house there's a giant parking lot first of all it's a mall so no one's there and uh it's a giant parking lot that they use for the high school that's up the street so the kids can park there and somebody uh, saran wrapped like somebody's entire car Including like bags of trash, <laughs> um a shopping cart, <laughs> like so many things were plastic wrapped into this car and it sat there for days. Like they were just, it was, I wish that I had a camera at the time to like take a picture of it. It was fucking hilarious. The person that has to come back and unbox their car.
1: <laughs> so that's actually a pretty decent prank because it's easy to do and easy to undo Uh, you just get your knife and just or scissors or whatever and just snip snip and unless it's on a day like it's
0: been for the past however Uh, if it got melted onto your car that might really backfire
1: yeah that could suck but uh yeah but the post it's like ah it's that's a lot of work that's like greg heller's uh
0: toothpicks in the grass
1: yeah that's fucked up though Uh,
0: yeah Hmm. on many levels
1: but the mic in the butt that's just uh, <laughs> crossing a line.
0: I immediately thought of my husband, Mike, or a person named Mike.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> now that's a prank. <laughs> oh boy!
0: <laughs> Unless you're my sister. Okay. So, anything else from Thursday? And
1: uh, nothing else.
0: Okay. We just end on my sister's love of anal. So, how about JMOs? Did you pick a JMO?
1: Nope. I sure didn't. Oh,
0: right. I picked. I don't know who sent it in because I do a half-assed job on this one as well. It's the Pop-Tart butter thing. Never heard of this. I can't imagine how disgusting that tastes. But then I think, no, it's disgusting. (laughs) Because melted butter on there would be disgusting. If you could somehow cool it down and then put butter on it, maybe. A raw Pop-Tart, disgusting, not worth the calories. Uh, I like to burn my Pop-Tarts a little bit. And they're amazingly delicious. It's like a, eating a slice of pie. What do you think about butter pop tart? And also, I have a comment about Allison and her food. <laughs>
1: First of all, I do not half-ass this segment. I whole-ass it. <laughs> I know I, I half-ass it.
0: You whole-ass
1: it. <laughs> I don't pick JMOs because, unlike other shows, I feel like if these JMOs suck balls, I'm not going to talk about <laughs> them. But on the pop tart thing, uh i don't really eat pop tarts they're kind of whack but i i would put butter on it i'm not against that i'll put butter on anything so yeah
0: uh i'll give it a try maybe the next group thing will do that because that'll be an easy one allison's use of i never really thought about the fact that she puts you can't believe it you can't believe you can't believe it's not butter butter (laughs) fuck (gasps) okay i don't even fucking care it's all staying in the fact that she wants butter flavor on everything is very strange to me. I like, never really thought about that. Like that She just actually wants to eat butter all the time.
1: Oh, huh, that is interesting. I never thought about it. Huh. It's not like I'm yeah, just adding thing's... butter
0: to my toast. It's like she wants salad to taste like butter. She wants cereal to taste like butter. She wants everything to taste like butter.
1: And we know she likes coffee, but she doesn't do that butter coffee Ooh. that weird people do. I mean, ew. I mean, maybe it's good. I don't know. But it's just, she doesn't do that. Maybe that's the next step.
0: Yeah, I think she might. Maybe she doesn't even know about it. Maybe that'll be my next carb I sent in. send in. Oh my God. Fucking. Re- okay. Um, also, I agree with you on the JMOs. And there were repeats, three of them, that at least that I know of right at the top of my head from listening to it. I was like, repeat, 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 which is going to lead me to the song that I'm going to end the show with. Also, it's going to tie in the Thursday show because we forgot to mention during the kid name thing that there's a new jingle.
1: Oh, my God. We have to talk (laughs) about that briefly. (laughs) I was uh, at work writing with someone and I was listening to that in my earbuds (laughs) and I had to fake like I was coughing or clearing my throat because I was Trying not to laugh so fucking hard. (laughs) That was fantastic, Trap Dog. He's done it again.
0: What's weird is all of his other jingles, you can tell it's Trap Dog. The only reason why I know this is Trap Dog is because he's the only one that makes the jingles. But it was like, holy shit, this is a departure. What's he going on in his life? Is something wrong? But it's hilarious. Also, I think uh, David Huntsberger is the one that said it sounded like Fugazi. And it reminded me of the fact that there are so many bands that I love and i just completely forget about so i will be closing the show with that
1: the song it i maybe it was like part sleep deprivation when i was listening but it like i almost felt like i was on drugs (laughs) (laughs) and uh i don't know what higher praise for a song there could be
0: absolutely that could be the next twitter hashtag Uh, what what? song makes you feel like you're on drugs (laughs) like you're on drugs i don't know i don't know i'm doing it backwards now because i'm I don't know. I need a drink, but I'm not going to. All right. Let's close the show. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I should probably do that then. (laughs) Follow the show. No, if you want to be on the show, we typically record Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But today and some days we do it Friday mornings around 9-ish, 10-ish. So if anyone wants to join us, email bffancasts at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFancast, Follow me at GMOs and BFs. Lil Rafi, where can we find you?
1: You can find me at RMC Guitars on Twitter. If you're uncomfortable with joking about suicide, uh, maybe don't follow me. Or uh, get off Twitter. It's just period. It's a horrible place. Why are we all on this website that just delivers dread to us on a daily basis?
0: Oh, you just reminded me of period. Oof. That's another reason uh, why this day sucks. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, uh, yeah, find me there, uh, the Facebook group. Uh, if you want the September somewhere ebook, hit me up. no one's taken me up on that offer, and I'm slightly offended.
0: You should be more than slightly. It's a free book, y'all, and it's fucking a gonna be a gonna be <laughs> a fun to discuss it. Oh fuck! All right, BFFs, I love you. Thank you and good night. Jesus Christ.